0: Hey welcome, to- <laughs> hey, welcome to the Bakesh podcast. I just knocked headphones off my head. My headphones are broken, and they're driving us. But hey, I'm Don, and across the table from me, perfectly normal and not losing his mind, is Scott.
1: I don't know if that's a true statement, but sure, we'll go with that.
0: <clears throat> Talk again. I want to make sure the side's dead. Um, yeah. it's Okay. Hi.
1: Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm deaf. Oh, so maybe if All he right, turns it around. Try that. Nope. Nope, no, no, yep. it's dead. <clears throat>
0: okay, it's dead. So, so hey, if, if this one sounds bad and the levels are bad, we can blame the headphones. Yes. What did I... I seriously... I, I put them in my bag last time. I didn't, like, protect them in any way. I think they did now. Uh, um, oh, that... I don't no, know if it's... No, that's supposed to come off. Oh, it is supposed to? Okay. Yeah, it, it, it just, like... Off for-
1: Took them apart and then like put one ear and then the other thing's got the little head thingy. Yeah. So now we don't look like a real podcast because there's nothing I've, on Don's head.
0: I've I've got my other headphones. I'll bring next time. <clears throat> okay, um, provided I get my freebies. Did you see that? Tobacco? I did see that tobacco. <laughs> so because
1: so, so you got okay. headphones. You put so, a bad review on there. Yeah. And then they offered you more expensive headphones to remove the, remove the review. Is that is that what?
0: That's that's pretty much it. I. Uh, I got an email from some company. It was like, hey, uh, I'm not going to name the company here on the podcast because they did not pay me in headphones to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they said, hey, we'll give you uh, uh, we'll put money in your PayPal account if you would buy these uh, off of Amazon uh, and review them. And they said the guidelines are you have to talk about the functionality of the headphones in the review. And it was, I was like, all right, fine. I I can do that.
1: So if you talk about functionality, does that mean like the, the actually appearance and the stuff was bad
0: and cheap? No, I covered everything. I covered (laughs) everything from sound to what the buttons did and like what, you know, how, how you can control like track and volume and how you can skip tracks and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. And so I got the headphones and uh, I have an old pair of cheap, knockoff headphones that I got. They're 20 or 30 bucks. I got them four or five years ago. Okay. And I've been using them for a long time. The only downfall of them is that the battery sucks. The sound is fine, but the battery is really enough to get through a run. I'm a runner. That's what I use them for. And uh, after that, I have to charge them again. And I use them, I mean, a, a long run. I, I ran a half marathon, and I probably had... A quarter battery life left, so you you know, so basically a day's use tops, a couple hours tops. Okay. Old school Bluetooth. So I was like, well, I'll kind of compare them. I know it's not a apples to apples because one's really old. I expect the new ones to kind of blow away, especially with how head. You know, you get your beats and your all your crazy headphones now cost. You know, AirPods are 200 bucks And all this I other know. crazy I yeah. I just know me,
1: I'd break it So like
0: Yeah, so why get expensive? Well, right that's, I'm like, I'm running in them So I'm sweating them Sometimes it's raining when I run You know, I just I, I take them If I travel for work sometimes So I'm like, I, I'll lose them in a hotel room Losing a $20 pair of headphones is a bad day Losing a $100 Pair of headphones is a bad couple months, Mm -hmm. you know, because then you got to figure out like what you're going to replace them with. And you might have been attached to them.
1: 200 bucks, you don't (laughs) listen to music anymore.
0: Right. (laughs) You you run in silence. (laughs) Um, So I reviewed these and I I was honest. I was like, hey, the highs are great. Spoken word voice podcasts sound excellent. The mids, really clear, no mud. The lows were trash. Mm. My four year old knockoffs were better than a new knockoff. So I basically, you know, I did the review. I even did a video part of the review. Oh, wow. Uh, So I did, I was like, well, you know, it's going on Amazon. I'll have a little fun with it. Okay. My kids like to do video stuff. So I had them, you know, help along or whatever. I thought it'd be kind of just fun family bonding time. Right. And so they emailed (laughs) me and they literally, so whoever, like this representative, this book, like really good English to like somebody that you could tell, ran their phrases through Google Translate. (laughs) It was really bad. And they are like, is this your review? (laughs) Like, they put a screenshot next to it. (laughs) And they they highlighted where I said, I got this pair of headphones for free in order to review them. I don't think they... So I don't even know if it was the three-star review I gave it. I gave it three out of five stars. I said they're average. Like, and if you have 20... I actually put in the review. I was like, if you have 20 bucks... You might want to get something else because these aren't really worth uh, for the sound reasons. And I had problems. Though. The left one did not stay in my ear well, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't figure out why. I think it, they had these like hooks to go over your ear, and I thought maybe the hooks were too cheap to hold on. Uh-huh. And I think the left side might have had all the electronics in it, Right. so it made it a little heavier. So it was less likely to hold in. Okay. So I kind of kept having to fidget with it. Now, the good thing is battery life was great. I still haven't charged them. <laughs> I've used them like seven or eight times now, so I haven't charged them. Oh, wow. I used them this morning. I still have over half a charge. Oh. I'm maybe at half a charge now. Okay. So uh, I, they're like, hey, will you delete this review? Oh, and for your troubles, we would like to send you the $70 pair of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. What? And so I debated it. I took it to Facebook. Yeah, because I, I read it, yeah. Well, I took, I took it to Reddit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I asked people on there, and what I told the company was, I said, I would really look forward to reviewing a pair of your headphones. Um, so if you want to send me those, I would love to try them out. So they responded back, we will send them to you. Is your address the same? Because they send it through the Amazon Fulfillment. Right, right. And uh, they said, um, they asked again, would you be willing to delete your review? I didn't respond. (laughs) I said, well, I responded and said, yeah, that is my address. And uh, so I got an email this morning with a shipping confirmation. Wow. And it said, we noticed the review has not been deleted yet. Would you be willing to delete the (laughs) review? And so uh, what I've... Thought about doing were a couple of things. One, um, I've noticed that when I first put the review up, now there's over nine thousand reviews up. Oh wow. All of them four and five stars. Okay. And then like a couple of three star. Now this morning I checked it. I just wanted to see if like, like they marked it as like not helpful or uh-huh. Like if they tried to sabotage my review. Right. Um, I noticed that there's a lot more actual reviews up. Oh. So I think what happened is they sent a bu- they sent out I want to I don't think they sent out 8,000 free pairs. Right, right. They probably botted a few of those, you know, had some bots write some reviews or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that they are unable to buy all the reviews off now. Okay. So what I'll probably do is delete my review but leave the video. Right. So the written review will be gone. Okay. I'm fine with that. But the video review will remain. And there's enough three-star reviews to push that, maybe. I haven't decided this for so, sure yet. This is, but what I was thinking of saying on the... Uh, oh, they told me not to review the $70 ones. Oh, wow. They said no review needed. And so what I thought about doing was reviewing that one and saying, they tried to pay me off. <laughs> if well, you want to see the video of the prior one, check this out. Well, I'm wondering
1: if like because you said I got these for free. I wonder if that's, uh, goes against Amazon's policy. No, of... no,
0: no. That's, a, it's actually a law that if you're given a review, cause Amazon has their own program called divine program. Right. Right. And they are actually, uh, you're required by law. I remember this back when I used to blog the whole dry bones blog <clears> stuff. <throat> mm-hmm. I got tons of books for free. Um, and it was sometime nearing the end of that. And so I was blogging back at the height of blogging and, uh, it was kind of near the end of when I started blogging. They started putting all these rules in place. that were a law that you have to state you got the product for free. Oh, so then then reviews couldn't be shady and behind the scenes and under the table kind of stuff. Like, hey man, we'll give you the, all these books for free if you say how great they are. You know, um, they couldn't blackmail you anymore. Okay, so okay. The, so I put that in there just, and it says verified purchase on it, but I guess that doesn't say you got it for free. But right. um, Amazon has a program where they send free stuff out as well. Oh, okay. But uh, I I when I, I was thinking about just the... Uh, drive the knife in a little bit was to delete my review and say they gave me these in order to de- delete. But what I think I'm just going to do is just leave it all up. Okay. And I might make mention of the fact that they did offer me the free headphones. and and But I looked at the Amazon policies. As a vendor, you can ask somebody to delete a review.
1: Oh, you can? Okay.
0: You cannot pay somebody to delete a review. However... If you offer some kind of compensation, like a refund or a replacement unit, you are allowed to ask them to change or delete a negative review if the replacement or the refund has fulfilled their wishes. Okay.
1: So technically then, if they send them to you, are you obligated to take it down nope. under that policy? Okay.
0: Nope, because they're not replacing the other pair. Oh. They gave me a free pair. That's fine. <clears throat> now, if they were to send me a replacement version of the free pair and I sent those back and uh-huh. the replacement, the sound was better right? or the earpiece was better. Or, you know, the things that I didn't right, like right. about it were better. Then they would have to... Or then they could ask me, hey, since you got a new one and it's working well now, I got a pair of... Uh, or a set of Christmas lights that were supposed to be... They're fiber optic. I got them. La- hey, guys, welcome to the Amazon Review Hour the Podcast oh, Podcast. Yeah. Um, I got a pair of uh, uh, fiber optic lights for free. Not for free. I got them for like three bucks but they're typically like 30 mm-hmm. and um, I put them in our we have one of those outdoor temporary gazebo things yeah. I got my wife for her birthday two years ago and I put them out there and we used them all summer and then I uh, it was like the end it was probably like October we didn't touch them in November I took the gazebo down Okay. I brought them inside I said hey do we want to use these maybe for a Christmas decoration or do we want to like put them in a kids room or just something you know over because they're fiber optic they're super they're like one watt you know kind of thing and I plugged them, and they didn't work. And I was like, oh, this stinks. So I went to Amazon. I altered my review. And I said, hey, I used them for a summer, but then they died. And I think I put in there, like, I got them for, like, you know, really cheap. But, like, I don't think they're worth full price because you only get one year out of them. Right. Kind of thing. Well, they said, hey, we'll send you another pair. And just remember, there's also a warranty on these for, I think the warranty is, like, two years. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, and then they said... in. the they they did this via the um comment section on Amazon. Mm-hmm. They're like uh hey um these are uh uh not meant for extreme uses. Like you're supposed to use them indoors. And I was like there's a picture of these lighting up a snowy house <laughs> on your Amazon thing. Like on the description like there's a picture of like a house covered in snow with these lights on it. I was like they're what do you mean they're not meant for extreme use? That's funny. But uh I never they sent me a new pair and then I never altered the review and they mm-hmm. just offered me another free set to alter the review oh wow like they say we sent you but it looks like you're still having problems would you like another set <laughs> I was like I haven't responded back to them because Well,
1: I mean in our culture though I mean reviews are are important I mean before I buy yeah. anything I, I actually look at the negative reviews before I look at the positive ones
0: I, ju- I jet right to the three stars okay negative reviews are usually dumb unless it's a really bad yeah. product mm-hmm. and positive reviews are people that had it for 15 seconds and they're okay. super excited about it. I opened the And it was green. Okay. It's like, no, I'm like, yeah, let's see what the what the middle ground is. Uh, That's pretty smart. I'll probably have to start doing that. Okay. I I do that and I look for patterns. Like if one guy shows a picture of the item breaking after two uses, well, that guy probably did something wrong. Or he got a bad unit. Right. If like fifty people say that. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's usually what I look for. Also, is is are the negative reviews consistent? That's usually kind of what I look at. Is yeah, you know, a, co- a couple of bad reviews, I get it, but you know.
0: So, uh, anyway, speaking of reviews, so, you should review our podcast at iTunes. Miscellaneous. I'm l- gonna have to remember to put a 12 minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 12 um, minutes is stupid talk. So miscellaneous laws. Um, as we were determining what. Uh, so if I misplaced my headphones, what would you do, Scott? <clears> if you found them. Oh, that is a great... What a great segue uh, oh, yes. into the text. Well, I would give them back according to Deuteronomy 22. <laughs> and if you were nowhere around, I would hold them until you came over so I could give them back to you. Thanks, brother.
0: <laughs> so do you want to... Um, we're going to talk about some more miscellaneous laws. Last week we hit uh, several laws, like what happens if you go to and Mary a captive and how should you treat her or... You know, if you have a rebellious son, like, how big does a rock need to be that you throw at him? And this time, if your
1: neighbor's cow is missing, what are you going to go do?
0: You ain't going to make hamburgers, that's for sure. (laughs) So uh, what are you going to read the first?
1: All right, so I'm going to read, so we're doing chapter 22, Deuteronomy. Yes. Um, I'm going to read the first four verses.
0: We're going to continue with kind of this flyover of... uh, um, the laws. There's some deep points here and there, but this isn't a long drawn-out, so hopefully we can get through a lot of 22, so buckle in. All right. Of course, now that we wasted 13 minutes of Amazon new <laughs> policy.
1: um, Hopefully you found it entertaining, or you're bored, um, and you never made it to chapter I'll put, 22. I'll put the,
0: the note in there that we need to
1: Okay. Fast forward. Got it. You shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep going astray and ignore them. You shall take them back to your brother, and if he does not live near you and you do not know who he is, you shall bring it home to your house, and it shall stay with you until your brother seeks it. Then you shall restore it to him, and you shall do the same with his donkey or with his garment." or with any lost thing of your brother's, which he loses and you find, you may not ignore it. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox fallen down by the way and ignore them. You shall help them to lift them up again. Yeah. So once again, I guess if you lose something, um, you have to give it back or hold on to it. Um, So I I was reading, um, and and it's referenced back to Exodus 23, 4 through 5. Um, And in Exodus 23, 4 through 5, we actually see where you're supposed to do this to your enemy. Um, And so 23, 4 through 5, it says, If you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall bring it back to him. If you see the donkey of one who hates you lying down under its burden, you shall refrain from leaving him with it. You shall rescue it with him. And so I kind of read where this was kind of an extension of that original Exodus law, where um, it's kind of here's what you're supposed to do with your enemy, which who that that could be very interesting and difficult. Um, but again, I think that that's got a lot to do with wh- how Jesus cause us to live. But um, here we see that if you're definitely supposed to do this with your enemy, then you're also supposed to do it with your brethren. You're supposed to do it with your own people. And and remember, part of what we're talking about are these laws that they're supposed to follow when they go ahead and enter the, um, the promised land. And, and this is kind of what they're preparing for is them entering the promised land. So it kind of lays out some good guidelines on you know, you don't just steal something or, ooh, no one's around to, to, to see me take it or, oh, I know who this is. They left it in my house. I'll just keep it here type thing, which I hope no one keeps. Don, please don't leave your ox in my house.
0: Well, yeah, um, yeah. Well, actually, the, there is the whole idea of like the taking care of it um, is interesting because you would actually have to walk them it into your house because a lot of times that was your house's part stable if you didn't have massive amounts of herds. They would actually like live in the house with you.
1: I guess I could keep him in my garage.
0: <laughs> so uh, I thought that's uh, uh, the other part of this that I that Grassanti, the commentator, kind of pushes on, is that there's also a, um, and I'm gonna speak in Americanese as opposed to eloquent Grassanti's. Um, you you're not supposed to like look the other way and be like, oh, that's none of my business. Like that's when they're talking about like the beast of burden has fallen down or in Exodus saying that it had. Uh, kind of uh, how they put it, like it was under its burden and it was like tired and lethargic and stuff like that and you're supposed to help it. Um, you weren't supposed to look the other way. It really was a, a matter of like if you witness... Today, if you witness... Um, trying to find a good example you witness a car accident like you're not just supposed to say that's none of my business or maybe if you witness a, a domestic dispute you're not just supposed to walk away and be like man i hope they get it worked out you know you're supposed to actually try and help or you find a uh or see a lost kid at a fairground or something like you're supposed to try and help them find their family uh you're not just supposed to say hey none of my business and look the other way like we we so often do well should not get involved i don't want the trouble of what that can bring mm-hmm. kind of thing well, it, it
1: kind of actually come to think of it, um, and I'm not quite sure where it is. I'm kind of looking that up real quick. I guess um, this kind of fits in with the parable of the Good Samaritan, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah. like isn't it one of those where where Jesus ultimately talks about a bunch of um, um, a bunch of what well, people that just kind of walk by or go to the other side of the road or whatever, um, and ultimately what happens is. Um, The Good Samaritan eventually goes ahead and helps this person out. It doesn't just overlook it or ignore the situation.
0: Yeah, and I think one of our goals when we started the podcast was well, how does the OT link to the NT? And you're like, hey, how does this law even matter today? Well, you know, Jesus even showed that it goes as far as to helping the Good Samaritan and, uh, you know, knowing who your neighbor is, which is interesting what you were bringing up about Exodus and the enemy, uh, helping your enemy. In the case of the Good Samaritan, the Samaritan would have been the enemy of the the Jewish man who was lying dead after being beaten by robbers. So Absolutely.
1: And and actually when you think about it, I mean there's two parallels. So if you're looking at the Good Samaritan as it's found in Luke, you're talking about Luke ten twenty five um, but then also, um, earlier, Jesus talks about loving your enemies. Mm-hmm. So so here, I guess, we we have Jesus continuing to go back to Old Testament commands that many times people go, oh, well, that's Old Testament. That doesn't really matter anymore. It's kind of not a true statement. Oh, that's we really... for the
0: nomadic tribe in the wilderness. Right. You know, kind of mm-hmm. arrogance.
1: Well, we see very specific examples of how those things are still very true in our lives. And, mm-hmm. and if you go ahead and say you're an NT-type person or a New Testament-type person, well, then you're also an Old Testament type person because right. <laughs> Jesus is grabbing stuff right here straight from Deuteronomy. Um, really, when he tells this story and also, I guess, when he when he goes back to, to some of the laws and commands and, and Exodus as well. Right. So. Um, so with that, um, we got anything else?
0: Uh, no, that was really all I had on the uh, on that section. It, it, you know, like I said, bringing it home to your house often actually meant literally taking it into your house Uh, You weren't supposed to separate and be like, all right, neighbor's cow. You stay outside while my cow stay inside. I don't care that it's raining cold or, you know, tornadoes or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to treat it as your own until the person can retrieve it, Right. which meant a financial loss to you. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing of, you know, this land is supposed to be a blessing to all. Um, You're supposed to try and maintain that blessing as an inhabitant of the land. Right,
1: right. And, and one of the things that I noticed it actually mentioned a couple times is that idea of you shall not ignore them, you should now not ignore it, um, happens a couple times just within these four short verses.
0: Yeah, but once again, you're not, you're not allowed to look the other way when something right. bad is happening.
1: And although it's easier and although it seems more convenient, that's not how God calls us to live.
0: Right, so next time my neighbor's out there you know, doing their leaves or something like that, She's struggling with it. Maybe send my kids over to help. Yeah, I mean, maybe fair. I should go over help. <laughs> so I right. was going to say, my, my neighbor's like pregnant, and I remember her watching her and her husband out there doing their leaves, and I'm out there like, oh, I got this because I got all the kids. I'm like, suckers, you know. <laughs> but you know, if I was a good
1: Christian, I would have yeah. went over and maybe help them. Absolutely, you should have read Deuteronomy. What are you doing?
0: Hey, your wife is uh, very pregnant. Maybe she should go sit down for a while. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not, not not the husband. The the wife sits down, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's what I meant. Yeah.
1: Husband. Your wife's pregnant. You should go sit down for a while.
0: No, they're they're like doers. Okay. Are like they? they're like they got a dog. They walk all the time. They're always out doing they're they're doers. Okay. They're fine. Yeah, I think you're just making excuses she's a, now. She's a tough of <laughs> woman. She can break
1: her own leaves. Um so anyway, now that Don's going to hell. Um let's go <laughs> ahead and
0: workspace righteousness.
1: Old Testament.
0: <laughs> now, I'm, I'm a New Testament Christian, Scott. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say you have to make your sacrifice before you're good uh, um so anyway, now that I'm going with them um <laughs> I'm poor, so I have to sacrifice a dove <laughs> um, wh- wh- I guess you could go downtown for that, right I guess those are pigeons <laughs> um, so anyway, um wow, we need help um so I'm gonna now read chapter twenty two verse five. A woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak, for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your
0: God. All those people getting ready to watch the Mulan live action are about to get angry. Yep. Because actually what's funny about, and I'm not trying to rail against Disney here, so please just hear me out. Uh, The uh, words there that say for um, you shall not wear a man's garment actually... Uh, can be translated as every anything and everything from a man's garment to a man's armor to a man's battle gear. Oh, wow. Like, like it's a very thorough list of what you can wear. Like, I was reading it to my wife. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is Mulan. Uh-huh. Like, she's, she's dressing up like a dude. She's <laughs> in trouble. She, uh, yeah, especially because she was around in, uh, Whoa, wait, when was Genghis Khan?
1: Uh, you're a history teacher, yeah. I teach modern history. Oh, well, both much. American and world, wow. yep. No, one, yeah. So, no.
0: I, I thought that was interesting. But on the uh, to put on a woman's cloak, the word actually just translates straight up garment <laughs> like a piece of clothing. Actually, it's not even like encompassing a much, so there seems to be a Bigger threat to a woman dressing up as a man, which I told my wife she's no longer allowed to steal my hoodies.
1: Oh, and so Sarah shouldn't steal my socks anymore. Oh, dang,
0: my wife's been stealing mine, too. Uh, uh, see, I got these. Look at these. She actually bought me these. Mm-hmm. They're sweet. They're like fleece inside. Oh, nice. I know y'all can see them. I got mm-hmm. these fleece inside socks my wife got me, and she was wearing them the one day. And I was all like, Bo- we have a laundry chute, old house. Both those socks need to make it down the chute because if I, if I lose one of those... I
1: ain't going to be happy. See, Sarah steals and then matches my socks, but then that means that someday I'm going to have to match my socks and I never match my socks. <laughs> I purposely buy different colored socks just so I don't have to match them. We, she's ruining ruining my wardrobe
0: <laughs> in our, in our house, like uh, my wife is very concerned with matching socks mm-hmm. so like laundry's out there's like all the socks laid out. she's trying to match them up when I do laundry. <laughs> If it's not her socks, mm-hmm. I'm just like, boys, come get your socks. Find <laughs> the ones that are yours and
1: take them upstairs. <laughs> see, that's smart. That's smart.
0: Well, I mean, like, all right, so you're, you know, you're an 11 year old boy. You can wear whatever sock you're wearing, jeans. No one's going to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I found it. However, um, back to this first five mm-hmm. um, commentators are split on the reasons why. Some say it might have been because of the homosexuality, transvestitism. Mm-hmm. Others said it could have been something dealing with, um, the worship of pagan gods mm-hmm. and the switching of roles to worship. Uh, I believe it was Ishtar. Mm-hmm. Um, but all we know is that from the text that we have, that it, it is an abomination, but we don't really, as far as I could find mm-hmm. in the two commentaries I read, there was no hardcore backing as to why, Now, what it's not insinuating is that your wife can't borrow your socks or borrow your, there definitely seems to be a deception piece here, a piece where you're trying to be something you're not. But other than that, there's no, um, no. So if your wife's like cuddling up in your hoodie, she's not an abomination to the Lord. Right. But 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 I think either way, no matter which.
1: I mean, because you just mentioned it's trying to cover something up. Either way, there's there is a perverted crossing of genders in some way yeah. in in this in this text. So it's, that's
0: what, there's like a deception. that's yeah. happening. You're you're claiming to be something that God has not created you to be. Right. Right. And so. And
1: again, I, I don't know how many people we would lose if, depending on on where this conversation goes, but I think at least in our current culture, um, we can very clearly see that that we have issues when it comes to um, the perverted crossing of genders. When mm-hmm. um, and whether you're you're talking about um, transgender or whether you're talking about homosexuality, or whatever, um, there is definitely an, an issue in our culture regarding this. Now, many times. Um, you know, I've heard the, well, we live in 2018, 2019. Um, the problem is, is this isn't anything new. So these issues that, that we see in our own culture, um, did happen in many ancient Near Eastern cultures, Roman culture, etc. cetera. Um, and God did not want it from my understanding with this, if it's an abominable practice, Abominable, abominable practice, um, or an abomination to the Lord, your God. It's not something he wants in the new community that is moving into, um, this land, which the, the Lord, your God has given to you.
0: And I think it goes back to the old argument of (coughs) imago dei, which means image of God. And in Genesis, it says he created them, uh, male and female. He, in his image and it was good. And I think that that, uh, whether it's the deception or the blurring of gender um which i think is actually the more common pc way mm-hmm. is to blur the line between the two is saying hey god your order wasn't right your order your created order wasn't good enough so we need to fix it or you you did it wrong so it needs fixing so you're really substituting yourself into god's role there hmm. uh, regardless well, what, how you look
1: at it, which is the transgender idea that we see a lot running through our culture is, well, I'm this isn't who I am. I'm obviously. Uh, and in many times they're saying, well, I'm, I'm the other gender. Or I'm this or I got to fix it. And whether well, I mean, that's
0: the idea of um like preferred pronouns and things like that, mm-hmm. I find to be the <clears throat> I don't know. I don't want to say sneaky, but kind of the the way of making it look PC. Mm hmm. Like I can't. I'm not supposed to walk into a room and say, "Hey, what's up, guys?" If there's like females in attendance, or guys that might consider themselves female, or guys that aren't sure what gender they like, they're, so they're trying to get rid of the word "guys" when addressing a group of people. Right. Um. Or I the a couple of brands, which once again I'm not going to kind of name them, but they've kind of gone to commercials uh, where kids are more hard to determine what gender the child is Mm -hmm. because they're trying to show that maybe their clothing line or whatever they're trying to hawk to you is good for either gender. So what they do is they blur the kid's gender. So you can't really tell. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. I haven't. Okay.
0: So, um, there's a, Oh geez, here we go. We're using (coughs) half their stuff, but uh, (laughs) there's a popular computer company that's done it a couple of times in their ads to try and, make it so you can't tell what the gender of the child in the ad is as a way to be PC mm. when in reality, what you're doing is you're saying the distinction between genders is not a good thing. Right. And it's not, and you're trying to overrule God in that. And we could, I mean, definitely see maybe that is one of the many potential underlying issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, all I was trying to do is calm the fears that if like, you know, your wife's cold, if you give her your hoodie, <laughs> everything's okay. Or if she steals your socks, that's fine. It's right. the, it's the step, the the many steps beyond that. That's a problem. Right, right. So, but, so but don't I, worry, guys. You can still give your girlfriend your varsity jacket if that's still a cool thing to do. Do I have to give my teenage Ninja Turtle jacket? Dude, you might as well just give it to your wife because she owns it anyway. I know. Well, every
1: she buys me a new hoodie every year, and then she takes it.
0: She does it. <laughs> Man, this is the most this is the most off base podcast you've ever. Heard. <laughs> I, I have five hoodies. A man does not... Wait, I have five, and I, that's after giving one to my wife and taking one out of the rotation so I could use it solely for running. Oh, wow. And that's not including the one I actually bought for running. <laughs> I think about that one. <laughs> I'm, a yeah. sad, I'm a sad man. I know. I'm right there with you. I have two Falcons hoodies, a plain blue hoodie, a plain gray hoodie, a turkey trot hoodie, Um and then I have my two running hoodies that have been like placed over the running pile. Then I have the one I gave my wife, which is like a two-year-old turkey trot hoodie. Uh, I didn't give it to her. She stole it like the moment I brought it home. Yeah, I think they, I wore it once. They do that. She's mm-hmm. like, that's a great color. And I never saw it again. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And I, I'm like, hey, that's a great hoodie you're wearing. I didn't know you ran the 2016 Miamisburg turkey trot. What was your time like during that race?
1: <laughs> well, my wife buys it for me and then wears it.
0: <laughs> so she hey. buys it for her.
1: Well, I get it the next year.
0: Okay. So I get, a, I
1: quote, get a new hoodie every year, but then she wears that hoodie that year. And find, then I get last year's hoodie. So the next year I'll get the hoodie that she just bought fi- for me this year.
0: Find like, <laughs> like find out what it is mm-hmm. and then like go by and, do <laughs> and just see how long until she notices. Right. <laughs> until Dude, that we That could be hilarious. We both wear
1: it on the same day. Whoa. Hey.
0: <laughs> see how long you can put off wearing it on the same day to see until she notices. Right. Like, I thought I was going to wear that. Today. I guess he is. And then she goes upstairs and said, he must have left at home. Mm-hmm. And then one day you come home and you're wearing it and she's wearing it like, wait a minute.
1: Something's what? going on here.
0: Dude, you still need to do
1: that. <laughs> I actually, don't know if I got a new hoodie this year.
0: Hmm. Well, if not, I could have one. <laughs> you can All
1: right. So anyway, um, 22, six through seven. If you come across a bird's nest in any tree or on the ground with young ones or eggs, and the mother sitting on the young or on the eggs, you shall not take the mother with the young. You shall let the mother go, but the young you may take for yourself, that it may go well with you and that you may live long.
0: (laughs) I was reading this to my wife and she's like... If you were to take your podcast and tell me how on earth this law relates, and I said you have not been listening to our podcast, have you? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, isn't it clear they're saying that like chicken nuggets are good, but you're not supposed to eat the whole chicken. <laughs> you leave the mom alone. You take the babies. Right there, you go. Scrambled eggs, fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the mom lives. The chickens you you yeah, eat mm-hmm.
0: exactly. Um, it, this is. I was like, "This is before I got to any commentary on it." I was like, "Honey, I have no idea."
1: See, I actually got this one. I wasn't. Some of them I didn't like. So, what
0: did you get with before the I, linen? I, I, I say what they, what I read. What did you get?
1: So, and and I read something also, but it was the same. At least, at least it was the same thing that I had. I had thought because I was like, "All right, this mm-hmm. this seems very random." But um, it's preservation. I mean, if you go ahead, you eat the mama, you eat the babies, and you eat all of this, then what do you have for the future? And they're, they're going into the land. So this is the land which God has given to them. The idea is for them to be there for a while. And if you want to make sure that you have sustainable food and sustainable everything, if you go ahead and eat every aspect of it, then you're not you're not making you're not making the land sustainable um, and so when I went back and looked at a, com- um, a commentary that was that' was pretty much the same thing they said um, and they threw in the, the aspect of you know it's it's kind of a command against greed as well where you're like all right well let's just go ahead and eat it all <clears throat> um, but ultimately I mean it, it makes sense I mean Eat the eggs, the mama will have more babies. And now when I got thinking, I was like, well, wait, if you always eat all the babies, don't you have to alternate the mom and the babies well, sometimes?
0: Uh, the commentary I read actually did dive into that. And it said that like the taking the young does not necessarily mean that you're eating all the young. Okay. It means that you could also be like making an effort to raise some on your own. Oh, okay. So you're taking it back to like kind of build a farm. With, got it. Okay. Because so, I, I was sitting there going. Kind of b- the part B. All right. Because yeah, I, I didn't I, read I, that.
1: I, I was like. But wait, you're gonna run out of bait. I
0: I just read that like, and I was like, I was like, I don't know, because to me, I kind of had that mindset of like, well, wouldn't you eat the mom and then like leave the babies to grow and get bigger and stronger? Was kind of right. my first thought. So that's where I got kind of. mad. And then I was like, I don't know much about like eggs and how they work, but I always thought that you got the egg before it was fertilized. Oh yeah. So I was kind of like, if she's sitting on him, does that mean that like the male hasn't come to like? fertilize the egg yet? I guess they would have already already been that. Yeah, so I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I don't know I don't want to know what's up with I'm that. I'm not
1: even sure how they fertilize it and I'm not quite sure. I want to know how they fertilize it.
0: It's not for this podcast.
1: Okay. Cause then we'd really have to rate that one.
0: Oh We're, this one's probably this one's headed towards a
1: oh oh yes. Yep. Yeah. So and again it, I read the first verse of chapter twenty three. <laughs> that yeah. one's definitely headed that direction too.
0: So to some of this section, yeah, don't be greedy. Don't don't go through like a buzzsaw destroying all of nature. Be a good steward. Um you know, kind of stuff like that.
1: All right. So now we have chapter 22, verse 8. As you can see, we're going really fast through these. Um, a,
0: there's not a lot of over-explaining. We yeah. do. When you
1: build a new house, you shall build a parapet for your roof that you may not bring the guilt of blood upon your house if anyone should fall from it.
0: This is where libertarians like to spout off. They love this verse because it's like you have the responsibility in your hand. Like you should be taking responsibility to keep people safe in your house mm-hmm. or on your house in this case. Um, but yeah, it really is like you are responsible for keeping people safe. The the parapet is basically a fence or a, uh, uh, small wall around your roof to keep people from falling off and they had flat <laughs> roof they had
1: flat roofs so um they actually did a lot on the roof so i'm assuming <laughs> if you had a party that's probably where it happened it's a good place to sleep relax entertain guests well yeah um, remember,
0: it, inside your house could be animals living as well so if you did right. have guests you, you did often go up to the roof and i
1: have my brethren's oxen there too so i've got right, even yeah. less room so uh. the only place <laughs> to go <laughs> is up on the roof
0: and you also did things like you might have tried out uh, fruits up there, you might have slept up there um, during hot nights, you might have been up there. So there's a lot of reasons right. you'd be up there. And
1: you don't get drunk on wine when guests are over. However, if you have a glass or so, you you want to make sure that, that <laughs> they don't miss the railing. So, um, you know, you don't want that blood guilt um, you don't want that blood guilt on your hands. So going ahead and, and building your parapet, make sure that the people don't fall off, get hurt. Yeah, remember um, the last
0: party when Joe fell off the roof? I know.
1: Safety. Jeez, man. Basic safety precautions right here, you know. But this is like the ancient Near Eastern what is the those housing things, the you know, where you have to have your light socket certain inches from the oh, like water. Code, like, yeah, yeah, code. This is like ancient Near Eastern code for like
0: your house. Yeah. Um
1: sorry you can't live here yet. Um, where is your parapet? Am I even uh, saying that right? Will, I, the bank
0: won't give you the loan you. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. I would. I Yeah, <clears throat> I actually
1: had to look it up. I wasn't sure what it was until I looked it up.
0: I I just had a discussion with somebody about that this section, and I didn't realize that we were coming up on it so fast. So oh I'm wow! Like, oh, okay. okay,
1: fit really well. Perfect timing. Yeah. All right, so with that... Um,
0: yep. um Yeah, so keep your house oh, yeah. safe. Uh, don't have the guilt. So go on if you want to move on to sowing in your vineyards. Okay,
1: so 9 through 11, which I... Uh, just go through 12. 12, got it. <clears throat> um, you shall not sow your vineyard with two kinds of seed, lest the whole yield be forfeited. The crop that you have sown and the yield of the vineyard, you shall not or you shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. You shall not wear cloth or wool and linen mixed together. You shall make yourself tassels on the four corners of the garment with which you cover yourself.
0: Okay, so...
1: Help me out with this one, I'll be honest. I I didn't fully grab this one.
0: The most I could find about sowing your vineyard with two kinds of seed is a couple of things could be problematic. Uh, One crop could overtake the other, um, making it basically only good for the one crop. Um, two types of seed could wear out the land and dra- drain all the nutrients. So it was never being refertilized. So it was th- thus making it barren. Um, those are the biggest things that I could get about sowing in your vineyard, two different types of crops. Um, not all grape types like to be grown together. And, um, I know this from, a. A wine aspects um and so many wine vineyards will segment out their grapes into various types of soil and they won't let them intermingle because they just don't do well together one might eat the other or you might get neither uh kind of stuff so it's kind of a land fertility type thing there's a blinking light oh <laughs> sorry i was like what is that um easily distracted uh as far as the two types of cloth
1: I don't know. I got,
0: yeah, the, I, was, I was struggling to find anything.
1: Yeah, I was too. The only thing that, that I, I read, uh, I didn't even mark actually where I read it. Um, Israel was to be reminded of the importance of not mixing with paganism. Um, so it was, in a sense, a badge of honor for Israel's distinctiveness among the other nations. Um, I could I do could uh, that. So that, that was the most I got. So like when I had all those other things and then why they put them all together... Um, Again, I couldn't find much on it, and that was the most I got, and I didn't have much to argue with them, yay or nay, and so I was like, that's that's what I wrote down. I could um, probably
0: dig deeper, but it seems that I would probably only find tradition as right. opposed to find the actual meaning behind it. But yeah, even my commentary addressed the two types of seed lightly, but never touched the, the two types of... I can double-check. I don't this makes for exhilarating podcasting. Oh, yeah, when,
1: when we're quickly looking uh, things up to uh, to figure I, something out. But if
0: I didn't put any notes on it, that means that I probably didn't find you any probably anything. You probably
1: didn't find anything. <laughs> um, let's see.
0: Doo, doo, doo.
1: Um, don't know?
0: Yeah, I, I got the same thing. Badges of Israel's distinctiveness from the nation's... Um, kind of the same idea of only eating clean and unclean food requirements, and he actually quotes right on that.
1: Okay, that's then. That's probably where I ended up getting it from.
0: Yeah. Now the tassels, on the other hand, I told my wife she needs to go out and get some what would Jesus do bracelets. All right. Because the tassels were actually there to signify and to remind you that you fell under the commands of the Lord, mm-hmm. and they were in the four corners of your garment to help remind you with everything that you did no matter where you looked, to remember the Lord and what he'd done for you.
1: Well, wait a second. It doesn't say that in Deuteronomy. Where'd you find that at?
0: The commentary.
1: Oh, okay. Um, or you can find that in Numbers, uh, <laughs> Numbers 1537. I, I have done such a bad job of
0: cross-referencing <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I really should not get back so,
1: into the habit. So in Numbers fifteen um, thirty-seven, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the people of Israel and tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations and to put a cord of blue on the tassel of each corner. And it shall be a tassel for you to look. Um, at and remember all the commandments of the Lord to do them, not to follow after your own heart and your own eyes. Um, which you are inclined to whore after you shall remember and do all my commandments and he and be holy to your God I am the lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt um, I am the lord your God um, so ultimately we find that um, I'm assuming they probably would have already known this um, many times when we're in deuteronomy we see kind of an extension of these original laws that were put into place um, and so it seems as if this is probably coming out of numbers 15 um, where where he says that it's ultimately a reminder to follow God's commands. Um, I read a little bit where the cloak might have been um, something like a cloak by day and a blanket by night. Um, so it is a constant remember day or day or night that we are not supposed to um, whore in our own whatever I just read, and uh, but we are supposed to ultimately be committed to to God's commands.
0: I, we see a lot of in Deuteronomy. We've talked about this before. The command to remember. Um, there's a lot of cues to remember, a lot of visual cues, a lot of sacrificing, a lot of festivals that are all based around remembering. And I, I've made fun of the What Would Jesus Do bracelets. Mm-hmm. I've made fun of the Frog, the Fully Rely on God bracelets. Yep. Uh, the little necklaces with the beads, and mm-hmm. each one means a different color and stuff like that. But honestly... I've, They're n- kind of biblical. Yeah, I've kind of had a change of heart. There's nothing... Wrong with having a reminder or something to remind you uh, if you're taking that relic and making it some sort of like lucky charm, or hey, as long as I got this WWJD bracelet, like God will protect me, mm-hmm. you know, like that's wrong, right? But if you have that to really look down and be like, man, yeah, what would Jesus do in this? He would love my enemy, he would, you know, uh, he would pray for those who persecute me, you know, like if you're really using it for that reminder piece, bro, I can't make fun of you no, anymore. No, I, got, I really got to kind of chill and not be jerk face.
1: So what we, what do you learn? Don's a jerk face. And, um,
0: Oh dude, dude, Christian culture is like, cause I'm always like, Oh yeah, you're selling what would Jesus do? Bracelets, huh? Making a buck off of Jesus mm-hmm. and what he would do. Great. You know, some, you know, yeah. Always skeptical.
1: I am too, sadly enough. Cause I think sometimes we, we take it too well, we take it back to Canaanite Christianity, which we right. talked about many, many cultures or cultures ago, many, many, yeah. many, who knows now, chapters ago. But but it's that reality of we intermix our two religions together. We, we intermix our faith with Jesus um, and, and Yahweh into the world that we live around us to make something that's very not godly at all. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm right with you where sometimes I'm almost too skeptical of our own Christian culture. Um, because I think we, we miss the mark in in many aspects. But I think as you were saying, the what would Jesus do thing really probably doesn't miss the mark. In fact, um it may actually be more legit than, than sometimes we give it credit for or want to give it credit for. Right. So
0: Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I'm still not advocating cheese ball Christian no, t shirts, Or no. bumper stickers. Please no. But if you if you are, you know, Doing whatever, you know, even if you have a shirt with a scripture on it or a verse to remind you or you, you know, you, you got a bracelet with John 316 or hopefully you threw 17 in there as well, <laughs> or, you know, um it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's probably a good idea. It, it's it got roots. It's orthodox. Right. Right. So, so. I think you just get tattoos.
1: Uh, see, then, then you're, it's always there.
0: Yeah, you always look down like, oh, there, there mm, it up is. There. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, a yeah, whole oh, yeah, okay. Second chapter by Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go on. Well, I got a question here. I got ten minutes.
1: Okay. Ooh.
0: And there's a lot here.
1: Oh, that's true. So we might not make it through twenty-two today.
0: Yeah, because there, and, and this is <laughs> it, it, the first half of the chapter is loaded <clears> with, la 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 la. But this all kind of deals with itself. And there is a lot, a lot that I think we can dive into. So I
1: think we should probably postpone and pause them. That's a, that's what I was going to say. Um, so the next section is called Laws Concerning Sexual Immorality. Um, I liked the actually some uh, someone or I guess one of the commentaries I was looking at kind of rephrased um, Deuteronomy twenty two thirteen through thirty into the integrity of marriage and sexual relationships, and I liked that better. Um, but I would highly encourage you to go ahead and read ahead of time um, because if we're
0: going to... Yeah, and if you're a family who listens to this with kids around, um, just know next week probably not, two weeks or whatever we yeah, post it.
1: Next week and the next two weeks because we have a, a bunch of that stuff kind of yeah. coming up. Um, so well, just I
0: was, was going to wonder because we could probably get into a bit of 23 pretty okay. far... Depending on how we do. But yeah, I, I think that we'll we'll mark it for you yeah. so you know. And we apologize in advance, but we we're not gonna duck past a section of scripture talking about something just because it it's a more mature topic. We we don't wanna do a disservice to you, to the scriptures or anything like that. And we, we fall under its authority and I think that there's some uh
1: well, I think it actually is very relevant to our world today as well. I mean I, I well,
0: and there's a misunderstanding that like um, there's a misogyny that flows through these, mm-hmm. but I think as you actually look into it, it's, there might be a slight favor well, we'll talk about that, but I would yeah. say this definitely, there's a lot of mutual penalty, but, but I think ultimately, we can dispel some myths
1: if we continue to go into this, if we remember that the heart is that they're going back or they're entering the land, which God has given to them. Mm -hmm. Um, they now are trying to set up a, um, a society and a culture, um, that is focused on God and, and, I think, what if I remember the first couple chapters, how many times do we hear so that you may live long? Right. And so the idea is, as we're trying to set up a community or not we. God is trying to set up a community here that lives well together. Um, and so although these are commands that sometimes we're like, well, that's not fair, but but really think about it. Really, all of these help lead to an organized society where people are getting along and all of the conflict that we have in our world today, all of the drama that flows through our TV and the drama that flows through our household and our schools and our workplaces, all of them could be avoided if we really go back to these deuteronomic deuteronomy De- laws that are in deuteronomy <laughs> and and really apply them and and took them seriously and sure you may not be putting a Knox in your house but the concepts and the ideas behind how we treat other people's property mm-hmm. is is very real and, and in this case other people yeah absolutely period. so so I, yeah
0: I, we'll we'll come on to that one yeah. next time and so this will be our one of our very few shorter ones at forty eight minutes.
1: Whoa! Yeah, because last
0: week did not we go over something or?
1: Yeah, we talk a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you got your Amazon review. You got your don't yeah, eat the bird. Yeah, bo- we gave
0: you we give you bonus how to get free headphones. <laughs> um, yeah, don't eat don't eat the birds, eat the nuggets. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, quit, tell your wife she's got to quit borrowing your hoodie. There you go, and socks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's right. totally what. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyway. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>